Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks so much for tuning in here. Day 9 of Jaguars training camp in the books. Practice number 9 for the Jaguars was on the game field at Everbank Stadium. It was a, a pretty big crowd out there, about 10,000 Jaguars fans, you know, walking around through the concourse, around Daly's Place, all that stuff. Felt like there was a lot of energy, some game day energy there. And the Jaguars, they will play their first preseason game a week from today. So we're getting close, Duval. We are getting very close to some real Jaguars football. Uh, we'll talk about what I saw out there on the field. We got some updates from Doug Peterson before practice on some injuries and some other things, so we'll get into it. Um, it was Military Appreciation Day at practice, so players had special military uh, jerseys on where they had some camo numbers. Uh, pretty cool to see, and then they were able to give those out to select military members after practice. Very cool by the Jaguars honoring the local military community. Um, obviously, they, they do a ton to serve us, so very good stuff. Um, the air did go out of the stadium you had Tyson Campbell sustaining an injury on an awkward collision with Christian Kirk. He was down on the ground for a little while, was able to walk off under his own power. He went over to the bench to get evaluated, then back to the locker room. It was a pretty scary moment. At the time, we did just find out that he is in concussion protocol, according to the Jaguars. You hope that he's okay. Big year for him. He is vital for the Jaguars' defense. He'll have to uh, work his way through concussion protocol to get back. So there's a chance you might not see him until the, the start of the regular season for the Jaguars. We'll see how it all plays out. Some guys move through the concussion protocol very quickly. Other guys, it can take a week, a couple weeks. We'll see how it all, all plays out for Tyson Campbell. But wishing him a speedy recovery, obviously, because he is, um, you know, if not the most important piece to the Jaguars defense. He's absolutely up there. A great young player, great young man as well. So you want to see him get healthy and and. and and get back out on the playing field as quickly as possible. As I mentioned, Doug Peterson met with the media prior to practice at 9.30 a.m. He said Tyler Shatley, another scary situation here, went into AFib after practice earlier this week, and now he is good, he's healthy, he's not fully cleared to play yet, but he was with the team out there today, fully dressed for practice, and did take some reps and walk through. So um, looks like he might be able to return sooner rather than later. We'll see how that all plays out. Don't want to speculate too much. But scary situation for Tyler Shatley going into AFib. Glad he's doing okay, moving around just fine, and with the team. He is right now the Jaguars' starting left guard. Obviously, Ben Barch is still working his way back from a knee injury. And with the Cam Robinson suspension, Walker Little slotted in that left tackle until Cam Robinson gets back. And then Walker Little uh, has a chance, it looks like, to, to move inside and play some guard for them next to Cam Robinson once Cam is back. For today, Blake Hance was in the starting lineup at left guard playing next to Walker Little and Luke Fortner. Um, also got an update on Anton Harrison from Doug, who has the shoulder injury. He did start to get team reps. Doug said that would happen, but I think he was out there for almost all the 11, 11 on 11 
um, work, and he was also doing one-on-ones, OLDL. So I think Anton Harrison's looking like he's pretty good to go with that shoulder injury. Andre Sisco, according to Doug Peterson, very close to 100%, but not fully 100%. But you did see him as well out there in 11-on-11 getting reps with the team. So I think Andre Sisco and Anton Harrison, you can kind of stop worrying about those two injuries for the most part moving forward. Uh, Samus Reyes, tight end, behemoth of a tight end. He did not dress for practice today. He was not in his pads. Not sure exactly what's going on with him, but we'll get an update on that for sure. Um, Doug Peterson, he was also asked just some general questions about players. He did give some praise to Kevin Austin, the second-year receiver out of Notre Dame, undrafted free agent in 2022. He said he's a receiver who has stepped up, has stood out. He also mentioned Elijah Cooks, who we've talked about a lot on the channel, a guy with great size. He's been catching everything thrown his way, doing a good job. And he said Tim Jones, who was the Jaguars' sixth receiver last year, uh, picked up has picked up right where he left off in 2022. So he's liked what he's seen from all those guys, but again reiterated that he's been very impressed with what he's seen from Kevin Austin. And you have seen Kevin Austin being more consistent with his hands. Not perfect, but more consistent and making some big plays down the field, which is what you would expect from somebody with his type of size and athleticism. So good for Kevin Austin getting some praise there from the head coach. He also said Tank's, Tank Bigsby is a sponge out there. The way he takes in the coaching, um, He's looking for coaching. He takes it in, and he's able to apply it to the football field, which Doug Peterson loves. And, I mean, Tank Bigsby, he's such an impressive specimen athletically, strength-wise. He's just – he's a stud, and I think the Jaguars got a steal in the third round there. He also said Parker Washington is a guy who brings strength and toughness to the field. He's very quick as well. Said he might not have the fastest 40 time, might not be a true burner, but he does a lot of good stuff. And uh, he wants to see him doing some more return during the preseason. They'll definitely get a good look at him there. And says that, you know, long term he could be a, a impact type slot receiver. And asked if he was kind of like Christian Kirk. He said Christian Kirk is miles ahead of him right now, which you would expect for, for a rookie compared to a veteran in Christian Kirk. But, yeah, Parker Washington can kind of do some of that stuff that Christian Kirk does as well. Getting into what I saw on the field today, there was a ton of one-on-ones. We'll get into that. But... For me, during 11-on-11, it looked like the quarterbacks had a lot of time to throw for the most part. I did see Josh Allen get a late hurry, uh, a late pressure on Trevor Lawrence, but it wasn't enough. Trevor would have escaped and evaded the pocket and completed a pass down the field. I do think there was a couple guys that got in late in practice, perhaps the last 11-on-11 of Trevor Lawrence, the last rep for him. I think Tyler Lacey was able to get some interior pressure and may have gotten a sack. I think somebody was coming off the edge as well. Couldn't quite see who that was. But Tyler Lacey getting in there um, and and having a nice day, I think he was able to win some one-on-one reps as well in OL versus DL. So good to see Tyler Lacey making an impact for the Jaguars. But again, other than that, in 11-on-11, I think the quarterbacks just have too much time to throw the football. Whether it's Trevor, C.J. Beathard, Nathan Rourke, there's not a lot of pressure getting in the backfield, you know, other than Josh Allen's the only one that's really getting in there consistently. So I think, as I said yesterday on my video, I think the Jaguars really should be looking into the veteran pass rusher market. I think when you looked at this roster going into training camp, you don't feel good about your pass rush beyond Um, I should say your edge rush more specifically, because I do think they have some good interior pass rushers. But um, beyond Josh Allen, I just don't think there's much proven, and I don't think that there's much that has really stood out when it comes to edge rush for the Jacksonville Jaguars in training camp. Um, You saw... 
Nathan Rourke continue to show his wheels. He's a really fast athletic quarterback. So if he's going to make an impact in this league, if he's going to be able to stick around and you know maybe practice squad, um, it's going to be in large part thanks to his athletic ability. The Jaguars clearly like what he brings to the table in that regard. Josh Peterson, he had a drop in 11 on 11. He has not been bad. He's caught most of the most of the targets that he's had throughout training camp, but he's clearly been outshined by the top four tight ends on the roster. Garrett Prince, Brenton Strange, Luke Farrell, Evan Ingram. So I just, you know, I don't see the Jaguars keeping five tight ends. I think they'll keep four. And it's hard for me to envision Josh Peterson potentially making the team. Could he find his way to the practice squad? Potentially. I think that's definitely a possibility for the Jaguars and for for Josh Peterson, Doug Peterson's son. But um, just has not quite stood out enough to to really contend for one of those top four spots in the tight end room, in my opinion. Um, According to Mia O'Brien, I missed this one, but according to Mia, Cooper Hodges, the local kid from Baker County, he did uh, punch... Michael Dogba after a play, so not sure exactly what happened there, but a little feistiness going on. I think you've had two very minor skirmishes so far in Jaguars training camp, and they've been able to get those under control very quickly and has not been much of a storyline at all. You see some teams, you've even seen it in Jacksonville uh, in the past where in training camp, tempers flare and guys just get after each other, but you haven't seen that much of that, which I think is a good thing overall. Did see Eric Hallett, the rookie six-round pick, out of pit. Near interception off C.J. Beathard in the end zone. Had a really nice break on the ball in 11-on-11. You love to see that from him. I think he's a guy that's showing that ability to to break on the football, to be where he's supposed to be when he's supposed to be there, and get the job done at a high level. So he's going to be contending, I think, for some reps at free safety, potentially definitely at nickel as well. Uh, Parker Washington. A lot of punt return work, as Doug Peterson talked about before practice. Also scored a touchdown in 11-on-11. Good to see that from him. You saw Jeray Jenkins, the rookie out of LSU, undrafted free agent. He was able to score as well. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So good day for those guys. Uh, Getting into some of what I saw in one-on-ones. Calvin Ridley was absolutely crushing one-on-ones, and it was mostly against Tyson Campbell. They've gone back and forth, really, and iron sharpens iron, as they say. Uh, So these are two guys that are playing at an extremely high level. Again, Tyson Campbell did sustain the, um, the injury that put him in concussion protocol during this practice. But before that happened, Calvin Ridley was having himself a day one-on-one versus Tyson Campbell. And one-on-ones, it is difficult for corners to win one-on-ones, especially when you've got guys putting on double moves, triple moves, faking outside, faking inside, faking up the field, coming back. It's just really difficult for corners to handle. Calvin Ridley was looking really good. Uh, Christian Kirk and Zay Jones both looked good in in one-on-ones as well. Oliver Martin was able to beat Buster Brown one-on-one. You saw Zay Jones beat Devon Wilson in the back of an end zone for a touchdown in one-on-one. You saw Hayes had a really good rep versus Austin, was able to force an incompletion. Darius Williams and Zay Jones, they went back and forth a little bit in one-on-ones, and I think they both looked really sharp out there. 
Parker Washington was able to beat Eric Hallett inside on a slant, which slants one-on-one. That's really difficult to slow down. Uh, Jare Jenkins beat Antonio Johnson outside. Tavon Campbell had a nice pass breakup on a slant against Elijah Cooks. Seth Williams, man, this is a guy that has been really close, not only today, but in multiple practices throughout the week. He's been really, really close to coming down with some amazing grabs, but most of them have just He's just not been able to quite haul them in. And they're plays that you wouldn't expect guys to make regularly. But Seth Williams has been consistently putting himself in position to get close to making those. I think if he continues to progress and is able to haul in some of those, you could be looking at a guy that could potentially compete for a roster spot down the road in his career, a 53-man roster spot. Maybe not in Jacksonville, but somewhere, certainly. Seth Williams has some talent for sure, out of Auburn, the second-year player. Uh, Devon Wilson, he was able to get a pass breakup against Kendrick Pryor one-on-one in the back of the end zone, so good for him there. Some other stuff I saw before we get into what I saw from Trevor. Uh, A lot of special teams punting work. Brandon McManus, he was at the Hall of Fame uh, today in Canton, Ohio, for DeMarcus Ware's enshrinement, former teammates there. So he was not at practice today. He was excused. So Logan Cook got in some good work. Um, punting the ball he was able to get one um, down at the six yard line Parker Washington had to fair catch that then one at the 12 one at the nine one at the 15 so Logan Cook getting in a lot of work um, in terms of trying to get those punts pinned down inside the 20 yard line did a good job there and then they did some more um, kind of middle of the field punting work as well where the guys were trying to get down there and cover and return and all that fun stuff um and then that's pretty much it for what I saw, other than what I'm going to get into with Trevor Lawrence. There are some more notes if you want to check out my Twitter, at Jordan DeLugo. You can go check that out. I talked about pretty much everything I saw on there today. was live tweeting through it. And um, getting into Trevor Lawrence, I thought it was a great, great day for Trevor Lawrence in front of you know a big crowd of... <clears throat> excuse me, 10,000 plus fans, mostly short to intermediate stuff, but there was a couple shots that he took throughout the practice that went well um, down the field. One of those was the play, unfortunately, where where Tyson Campbell was injured, uh, but 21 of 24 in teamwork, which is seven on seven and 11 on 11. That's a really impressive practice. Six touchdowns in red zone, zero interceptions, had a rushing touchdown as well, probably I think in a game situation. He's able to squeeze in between a couple defenders there that were uh, pursuing him. He had a head of steam, and I think if that was an in-game situation where you needed six, he would have definitely been able to get it for you. But just really sharp for Trevor Lawrence, 21 of 24, like I said. You just don't normally see that type of day from a quarterback, especially when you're attempting that many, when you have that much 7-on-7 and 11-on-11. He was very sharp, and a lot of short stuff, which the Jaguars' offense, they're going to implement a lot of short game stuff, a lot of quick game stuff. That's part of the West Coast principles that Doug Peterson comes from. They're also going to try to mix in some deep shots. And uh, they're also going to try to make sure the number one rule in this offense is protect the football. And Trevor Lawrence did that today. Did not have any passes that were that were tipped or, or close to being intercepted. Was really sharp on the money. All this short stuff. And then, again, like I said, the few shots down the field. He had a touchdown to Garrett Prince, who I mentioned, has been really impressive. A touchdown to Tank Bigsby. Um, a short touchdown underneath to, to Jamal Agnew as well. Evan Ingram caught a touchdown from him. Um, Travis Etienne was able to get one. Zay Jones was able to get one. Calvin Ridley was able to get one. So you saw a lot of really good plays from Trevor Lawrence here in this one. 
Um, a would-be sack by Trey Herndon, obviously not a pass rusher, so you can imagine what type of play that may have been from the defense. Um, but after that one, he was able to complete, because he just kind of continued the play anyways, completed that to Calvin Ridley on an out route, really sharp. Um, you just love what you saw from Trevor today. I don't think you can can uh, say anything else negative about, about what Trevor Lawrence put on the field today. And it wasn't a grueling practice for him in terms of trying to take a bunch of deep shots. This looked more like a practice that simulated what the Jaguars like to do in games, where I think you've seen some practices where Trevor is just working the deep shots consistently, trying to see what he can do. Um, you know, working with Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, and those guys getting down the field. And you will have your opportunities to take shots in games, but the Jaguars offense is going to continue to be predicated on a lot of short stuff. That's just kind of the way this works. Schemed looks, schemed open by by um, the play design, by the formation. Doug Peterson does a tremendous job with that type of stuff, and that's not going to go anywhere. I do think you will see more shots from Trevor Lawrence, especially to to Calvin Ridley in this offense, but the short game is not going anywhere. It's still going to be present in Jacksonville. There's no doubt about that. So kudos to Trevor going 21 of 24 and teamwork today. Seven, six, six touchdowns, excuse me. Seven if you include a, a would-be likely rushing touchdown. Really good stuff for him. Want to see more from the pass rush? I really do. I want the Jaguars to bring in another pass rusher to contribute. I think they need it. I think there's some guys out there that fit the bill in free agency, but that'll do it. Again, hopefully Tyson Campbell can get back um, quickly and and regain his health again in the concussion protocol after a nasty hit collision uh, with Christian Kirk on, on that deep deep pass from Trevor Lawrence that Kirk was able to haul in. But again, that'll do it. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. Follow Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Hit the like and subscribe button on YouTube. Notification bell so you don't miss a show. And you can also check out genjag.com slash shop. Pick up some new, new Duval gear if you want to support the channel even further. Thank you all so much. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.